everybody, welcome to Toon Time, the show about cartoons of our youth, of the 90s, of the early 2000s. I'm Jordan. And I'm Megan. Uh, or I guess I go as Jojo, as you all know me. Um, <laughs> or Doug. <laughs> or Doug. <laughs> yeah, middle name Douglas, which coincides with the show we're watching today, Doug. Yeah. Um, this one was fun. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, watching it, I was I was kind of remembering it as more of a kid show, but then by the by the end of your episode, I was like, ah, oh, damn, I was or well, I ended up watching the second segment on your episode, which we're probably not going to cover, but I just remember I was getting really attached to like all his decisions and stuff he was making, <laughs> where it was the one where he was giving all his money into like some Ponzi scheme. Oh God, yeah. And I was like, no, Doug, no, that's your savings, no, don't do it. And yeah. I kept like, yeah. Anyways, good show, good yeah. show. Um, yeah, I'll just read through the the description a little bit for those of you who don't know Doug. Um, it's an American animated television series created by Jim Jenkins. Um, and it just focuses on like the life of the guy named Doug, the titular character, Doug Funny. Um, and it's just basically him kind of like navigating early adolescence in his hometown, uh, yeah. of Bluffington. I'm guessing that's a fictional city. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Everything seems fictional and weird in this. Yeah. Like all the names are like um the mailman's name is Mr. Willikers. Yeah. Which I'm like, gee Willikers. Yeah. And like his his crush, her name is Patty Mayonnaise. So Oh right. I forgot her last name was Mayonnaise because yeah. in in one of the uh segments <laughs> he's got like a tattoo on his shoulder that's it's a heart where it says mayonnaise on it. And yeah. I'm like, that's weird. He just really loves mayo. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Anyways. Um, but yeah, so the show premiered in on August 11, 1991, um, and then it ran until 1994, and then was picked up again. Uh, it was rebooted in 1996 until 1997. Mm. And yeah, and then any interesting people? Oh, uh, Billy West, who many of you probably know as the voice of Fry and others on Futurama, uh, voiced Doug for the original run. Mm-hmm. So I think in the episodes that we both covered. Did I hear uh, Tim Kenny in there? Uh, Tom or Kenny? What's his, Tom Kenny? Tom Kenny? Did it maybe um, a Skeeter or somebody? He's not listed remember. on the wiki, okay. so I'm okay. going to say no because I feel like he would be, but again, they, I'd have to. Are they up. humans? This is one of those yeah. like Arthur type situations where they're like, I don't know, because like everybody in the show has either got like psoriasis, jaundice, or the plague. So like, <laughs> I don't know. They're like weird colors. and Yeah, no, I think. They are humans. I think that's just sort of like a stylistic choice. Skeeter looks like he died of frostbite and then was brought back to life. Yeah, Skeeter's blue. Like he's just like dead, but he's like, like dead purple. skin blue. Yeah, he's like kind of like light blue. Like some of them are purple, some of them are green. I don't know. I think it's just sort of like a, you know, how the Simpsons are yellow or whatever. It's yeah, just yeah. Like sort of like a stylistic choice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like it's not really anything that's like talked about in the show. I guess it's just kind of like something that we're like supposed to accept as real in the universe. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but yeah, so basically, yeah, this is just a show. um Regardless of like the kind of like surrealist elements of like this, the weird like colors of the people and like different things that kind of happen. Um, it's just like about real, real life problems that like preteens would face. So, like, um, just like self esteem, bullying, rumors, friendships, crushes, like, you know, normal 
normal middle school stuff. Yeah. Money. Oh yeah. Well. Yeah, like in these in our I guess we're not really. I guess we're not covering the money one. It was it was the second segment in your episode where there's like a bit of a money issue that mm. comes up, but uh, Yeah. But well, we won't but talk yeah. about that, I guess today. Um, yeah, again, like, so this is another one of those shows that was split up into two, like, two kind of, like, 11-minute episodes. So we just chose to focus on one for now, one each. Um, so do you do you want to get started with yours? Sure, I can get started. Okay. Um, I can't remember what mine was called because uh, in the weird bootleg I found, it was <laughs> flipped backwards. Doug on the Wild Side. Doug on the Wild Side. Right, 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 like the Lou Reed song. Mm. Take a dug on the wild side. <laughs> um, this one was funny because, like, we meet Doug's grandmother in this, and oh uh, the grandmother kind of reminded me of like my high school art teacher. Like, she's just like this uh, very outgoing older lady who's like out there living her best life. And yeah. like, I remember when I was home last summer, like, she just retired or was on her last year of teaching or something and was planning a trip. And she showed up at mom and dad's house with a bunch of raspberry bushes to plant <laughs> in mom's backyard. Yeah. And then was talking about like this trip she's going on. And the whole episode is about how like Doug's grandmother gets back from, uh, well, just traveling abroad. I can't remember specifically where she goes. They're like a bunch of just like fake destinations. Yeah, like she's like, here are these Indian mucklucks from the nosebleed mountains. And I'm yeah. like, not PC. Well, yeah, no, I mean, okay, so like there was like a couple things in your episode which like we'll get to that but I think are like, just like more like harmless. Well, like, um, I wouldn't say harmless, harmless but just, it's just like I don't think it was well, like intended to be. They weren't mean, they weren't poking fun no, at anybody or anything. No, it wasn't like mean spirited. It's just like things that people like didn't said at that time. And like, because this is like yours is in the first season as well. So this is like 1991, and it's just yeah. like so. Like for example, calling like indigenous people Indians. Like everyone just did that because people weren't like educated, you know, and they didn't know that that's really like considered like derogatory and not and like inaccurate and mm-hmm. um yeah. So just. He, like that and then we'll we'll get to like if there's like another little moment mm-hmm. too where i was kind of like mm. <laughs> but anyway it's like um, yeah it's not like yvonne of the yukon for example i think it's no, just it, more like in no in no way was it a satire it was just like a, an effect of the time like yeah. you know back then like we but back then people called native americans indians yeah like, there was a time when that was common and nobody necessarily even did it out of harm no that it was, was just, just the like term that's and then what, people, like, people started were like taught that it that they like were yeah. called and like it's and like i remember our grandparents when we were very young would call them that and it was like nothing and now like now that everybody knows better yeah you know but it's like that was just that was just it you mm. know it's the anyway. older generation and we've moved forward from that. yeah so like for example like if the show was rebooted today i have no doubt that that would not be a thing that would be included you know what i mean like i don't think uh yeah, yeah, yeah. i think everyone like knows better now well hopefully not everyone but i mean we're like making strides <laughs> but mm-hmm. i i have faith that this show would not have repeated those same uh problematic statements if you will but anyways continue mm. so um grandma's like handing out presents so she has like the really nice boots for uh, what's her name judy yeah judy yeah Judy and uh, that's uh, Doug's older sister who uh, she's like this uh, really artsy uh, 
Looks like she does beat poetry. She's got the yeah, she's dressed like, like a sunglasses yeah. and a beret. And she's like, yeah, so this is art, man. She, yeah, she always says, like, I think in, like, both of our episodes, too, she's like, oh, my gosh, this will be perfect for my latest performance piece. Oh, my God. Yeah, like she's always weird shit, with, like, like being naked. And, like, and... Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, we don't see. So, we never see the, like, performances. We just, like, hear about how, like, everything is going to go so perfectly. And Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> ridiculous but anyway continue (laughs) so uh yeah continues the presence so like the boots are actually kind of cool they're like legit mucklucks (laughs) they're like nice and um or moccasins i should say um and uh the parents get caveman outfits (laughs) like i don't even know where that was from they were so odd it was just like yeah like a fur like yeah, and they were like so itchy. You kept Loin seeing they were like scratching like, themselves. Yeah. And, <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, and then we get to Doug and she's got this like Elvis jacket. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know what to, it's like, what to call it. I mean, it's like, it looks like um, that kind of like iconic jacket that Elvis wore that was like white with sort of like rhinestones, rhinestones and like, and, like, big like studding on it. and like, yeah, all that kind of stuff. Like the really like wide like lapels and everything that are like pointed at the end. Mm. <laughs> so Doug's like, it's oh my God, what is this? And so he's like all overwhelmed by like his grandmother and yeah. he's like not really willing to try it out or anything and so grandma's like all right doug you and i let's go for a ride around the town i want to tour the city yeah and uh parents are like you gotta be back by six because we're cooking a supper and uh so doug's like oh okay Uh, they go outside and grandma pulls out two helmets she's like we're taking my new motorcycle (laughs) right away doug is like super apprehensive and he's super hesitant he's like oh well i've never been on a motorcycle before i don't think i want to go on it now He's just like not willing to try it. But then grandma's like, oh my God, live a little. And then as soon as they yeah. get on it and the wind is like in his hair or his like three hairs yeah, that he he's has. Got like little like wispies. Like like little little squiggles on yeah. his head. Um, he's like, oh my God, this is kind of fun. And like the dog is always there too. What's the dog's name? Oh, uh, oh, he said it. Yeah, he says it multiple times. I feel like it's something like intimidating. Wait. I think it's something like super typical dog. Yeah, you continue and I'll, I'll try and find Anyways. it. Anyways. Um, so, yeah, and the grandmother keeps saying this thing like, pork life's chop. a picnic and, yeah, pork chop. Yeah, okay. The grandmother <laughs> keeps saying this line too, like, life's a picnic and we're just starting to nibble. So, it's like, you know, you got to you gotta take a bite. Mm-hmm. And um, this kind of reminds me of a friend of mine I have who just like grew up in a small town who didn't try a lot of different foods growing up or whatever and it's like hey we should go and get some of this and it's like oh i don't i don't know do they think ketchup is spicy basically (laughs) yeah like i'm just like hey you want to add a bit of spice to that he takes out the black pepper (laughs) anyways uh but no but it's just like oh man and and it kind of limits him too i I see it be a little limiting and i don't know if Hmm. you know they necessarily notice that but And maybe they maybe they just like being like that. Maybe they're more quiet that way. But it's like you know, it it in this episode, it's kind of a problem for Doug. Like it's yeah. holding him back. And if it weren't for his grandmother pushing him to to live a little and to not be afraid, mm-hmm. you know, he'd get nowhere. So they're they're rolling down the street on their motorbikes, and this biker gang rolls up behind, and he's like, "Uh, those guys look scary. We better get going." And Grandma pulls up to the light. And the biker pulls up. He's like, hey, nice hog. How about a drag race? And she's like, 
I don't like to drag. I I like I prefer to brag. And then she pulls out a photo album. Is like these are my grandkids. Oh, so funny. And then the biker, he who is also an old man, he's like, huh, I can respect that. I got some critics of my own. And he pulls out like 14 different grandkid pictures. Yeah. And so it's like, so every time like Doug is afraid to engage in a situation, it turns out to be totally fine. He makes a friend. It goes well. Mm-hmm. They roll up to school or some building or something. No, no, no. And they go um, get sushi, you know? Uh. Well, that's at some point. I, I can't remember. Yeah, probably that they, probably came first. I think they, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they go to a restaurant, and this is where it like reminded me of my buddy, because it's like this yeah. one day we were like, <clears throat> we should go get frozen yogurt, you know, like gojis or menchis or like froyo anywhere. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, I've never had that. I don't know. And I'm like, oh my gosh, are you serious? Like it's like, like a blizzard. It's like, like ice cream, ice cream <laughs> with sprinkles on top, like. <laughs> Gosh. And it was like pulling teeth just to just to go to fucking frozen yogurt. Anyways, um, that's so funny. So yeah, they go to the sushi restaurant, and Doug says, uh, "Oh, the burger place is adventurous enough for me." Yeah. And then the grandma's like, "No, nah, you gotta eat raw fish." And then it's like Doug always has these like daydreams or these yeah. nightmares where he just uh, he just like pictures the situation going terribly. Mm-hmm. So like he sees the raw fish, it's like a live fish just praying and that he won't eat him. And he's like, yeah. please don't eat me. <laughs> and Doug's all grossed out. And then like these little sushis come out and grandma's like, look, they look like tires. Just eat them. And Doug's like super into it, super delicious. Cause yeah. sushi's fucking delicious. Yeah. Um, okay. This was the part though that I was kind of like, oh my God. Animals I are delicious. <laughs> oh, Sorry. Jesus. I couldn't focus because of the music. <laughs> What was the music? Well, okay. So it's like very, it was like somebody kind of singing in the style of, I guess what they would consider to be traditional Japanese music, but it was really bad. Oh my God, I didn't even clue in. You could tell it was like definitely not a Japanese person singing because they were just saying like random like (laughs) syllables. Like it was like, nani, nani, nani. Like for like the whole scene, and oh I was like, "Oh god. my god, please stop it!" Like it wasn't exactly that, but it was like not too far off. And plus, it was really oh like <laughs> high pitch, and it was just like piercing my eardrums. <laughs> I was like, "Oh geez, guys, come on!" But oh. anyway, um, yeah. So that was like another. That was the other thing that I was like, "Yeah, that probably wouldn't fly in a show today," <laughs> or like I at least would hope it wouldn't because it was not great. And also it was like annoying because it just wasn't accurate. You know, it was just like someone kind of trying to be funny and like just making like these random like high pitched noises. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> just 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 find like real yeah, a little distasteful. Well, yeah, I'm just like, oh, because because, you know, normally like the the I guess the type of music that they're referencing, like sounds really nice and like it's like kind of like relaxing and like but I don't know, it just I, you could tell they were kind of just like making fun of it and just turned it into this like really kind of like like the voice that was like do, yeah. doing the thing was like so yeah. grating and I was like oh like why are you doing this like this doesn't have to be this doesn't have to sound like this anyway anyway moving forward yeah <laughs> too much of the music here yeah. well anyways I just it um, struck me so like we're rolling up to school now mm. I don't know it's like the YMCA or something or like the library just, 
they're just chilling and uh patty mayonnaise is outside and this mm. is doug's this is doug's crush this is like woman of his dreams and like earlier before they get on the motorcycle doug's picturing himself as a biker and he's got this tattoo on his shoulder that's got mayonnaise written on it which i thought was weird <laughs> like i was saying earlier but anyways turns out it's patty's last name so it yeah. makes sense um and grandma's like oh doug who's that girl over there he's like oh that's patty he's like you should go tell her she looks nice and like this is one of those things that maybe today like you got to be careful with like you don't you you know you don't really uh just approach random people anymore and just tell them and make comments on their looks yeah i don't know yeah. i mean like to be fair, this was definitely he does like know her but yeah, also like, like even so it's like don't just like yeah and this was definitely yeah. like a more respectful like version of it. This was more I mean, along yeah, the lines of an old man saying like, "Oh, it's nice to see a nice young person smiling," you know. Like, uh, yeah, well, that's still it's like don't comment, but like you know. Yeah. Okay. No, I mean it wasn't. I wasn't like offended. <laughs> but yeah. But yeah. But no, it was. It was the fact that the, it was the fact that the grandmother was kind of pushing it and saying that, "Oh, they like it. They like it. Go tell her she looks yeah, nice." Yeah, yeah. It's like, like, well, yeah. no. Most people would just prefer that you fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, it's, it's all about like context, though. I find yeah. like it's just like if I'm just sitting casually, like waiting for the bus or the metro or whatever, and someone comes up to me and is like, "Oh, like blah blah blah," I'm like, literally, it's just I, no, like don't don't engage with me right now. Like, don't talk to me. Like, I don't care what you have mm -hmm. to tell me. No, okay. See, that sounds like. Uh, Portable music players and, and having headphones in your ears wasn't a thing when this show was made. Yeah, but even so, so like, you'd you be surprised just plug in. at, like, people who are, like, not stopped by such things. Mm, <laughs> and I that suppose. especially, I'm just like, oh, my God. If you need to ask me directions, fine. If you need to comment on anything, like, about me or whatever, like, just kindly fuck off. Like, <laughs> oh, anyway, continue. So, like, Doug pictures how it goes. Yeah. And he he's, like... Oh, Patty, uh, you look nice today. And she's like, what do you mean today? I don't look nice every day. And it goes terribly and it like ruins his life. Cut to reality. Doug's like, oh, fine. And he goes up to her. He's like, Patty, you look nice today. And she's like, oh, thanks, Doug. That's such a nice thing to say. And it like goes really well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so again, like Doug, live a little. Take risks. Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah. Come on, man. That's kind of the end of the episode. Like, they, they go home and Doug uh, tries on the jacket and he's kind of imagining himself as Elvis. And he's like, oh, hey, Patty. How are you doing, pretty lady? And <laughs> he's being a bit, of a bit of a twat. But, you know, Doug, he's a, he's a dork. Oh, we Doug. love him. Yeah, good old Doug. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. he, like, writes these super, like, well-thought-out journal entries. Yeah. In what I can only imagine to be is the most like well thought out and complete journal of a child's life yeah i mean good old doug like he's just like trying to be a good person in the world and learn lessons mm. and i mean yeah this like i guess the the moral of the story is to just try not to always default to the worst case scenario which is really hard for some people Mm -hmm. um, well, it limits people like, it, yeah. uh, you know, you don't have to be one of these people that says yes to everything, mm -hmm. but it's like, you know, be open to new experiences. And yeah. I've just, I've heard excuses come from people where it's like, I don't want to try that because I've never tried it before. And I think I wouldn't like it. Fuck you. You've never tried it. You don't know what you like. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, you, yeah, it depends. Like I, it's hard sometimes. Like it's not just like, um, 
like trying new food, I guess is like one thing. I mean, there are other like things where it's harder to like not let yourself like spiral into like worst case scenario situations. Mm-hmm. But definitely like nine times out of ten, <clears throat> in I my- could maybe understand his intimidation with the biker gang. Um, yeah, you know, where that's something that's <laughs> they're constantly painted. And like in Canada, we've got the Hell's Angels, like especially in the Maritimes. There's a, you hear a lot of talk about biker gangs in the Maritimes, so it's oh, like gee. you know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like maybe uh, I wouldn't stop at a stoplight and engage with bikers, but you know, hey, um, you do you, Grandma Opal. But um, also, you know what? Like, if you're just like being friendly too, you know. I mean, yeah, it's 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 hard <laughs> to say. <laughs> No, we're not we're not shitting on bikers no but <laughs> not like, at all i just, just saying like yeah with the uh <laughs> with the stereotypes we could understand how a child might be intimidated but you know what i've learned that in most situations even people i've met that have come from let's say sketchier backgrounds or or have maybe done things that i may or may not be aware of like i don't know but it's like you know at the bottom line they're all they're all kind of good people and, uh, yeah. you know, in certain situations, you just got to give them the benefit of the doubt. And obviously, there are other situations where you just need to accept that people are terrible. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah. you know, for the most part, you got to give people the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, no, I mean, definitely. Um, but again, I feel like it's all about context as well. Mm-hmm. Like, where are you in the situation? Or like, are you like safe in your situation or not? Like, I don't know. True. I feel like there's like... Should you choose to approach a gang of bikers? <laughs> I feel like context is very important. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Um, but no, yeah, I mean, it's it's always, I think we could all like benefit from saying yes to, to more things that scare us every now and then. Because mm-hmm. if you don't do things that scare you, you can never really like grow as a person or you'll, well, like you, it'll be harder and like you'll, I feel like you'll like kind of start to stagnate quicker. Yeah. By like not doing things that push you outside of your comfort zone. Yeah, I got into that behavior for a while, like mm. maybe for a year and a half where I just sat and moped mm. and uh, said no to a lot of things and basically watched watched the world. I didn't have like fear of missing out or anything. It wasn't that I didn't want to, or I thought I was missing out on things, but like I shut myself in to such a degree where I was seriously missing out on important social interaction that, you know, people need. Mm. And, uh, you know, that's the thing. It's uh, a little connection is important and you don't get it from social media. You yeah, get some definitely. fake virtual dopamine signal that uh, you get from some likes, but really what you need at the end of the day is to talk to your friends or to to try new things, to get outside of your comfort zone, to live a little, mm-hmm. keep your brain active. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, you shut yourself into your apartment like I did in the past, you're shutting yourself into your own brain because mm-hmm. when you just sit there and, and all you have to do is stare at the wall, you just think. And sometimes you like, you can convince yourself of things or you can learn things from yourself, but yeah. You know, you got to be careful with that shit. Well, yeah, because like there's a fine line. I feel like, well, it depends on who you are too. But like for me, I feel like there's like a fine line between being like introspective and like checking in with myself and then starting to like kind of get into these like like um, destructive thought patterns of just being like, oh my God, like everyone hates me or like, oh my God, this thing six years ago that happened and like, oh my mm-hmm. God, I bet you this person mm-hmm. never got over it and like, nah, 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 nah. you know, just like all these like things. 
Um, yeah. yeah, like you're right, like convincing yourself of things that are like not true or like people like never think about or don't remember and you think it's like the biggest deal in the world. And yeah, it can be hard. <laughs> so sometimes it's good to just like see other people to like get out of your head. But yeah, and just like trying things like tr- make, like, you know, forcing yourself a little bit to like um and again I don't know it's just like because you don't want to force yourself to like go into situations where you're uncomfortable all the time because I feel like that's not like beneficial either but like you know a lot of times don't just assume you're going to be uncomfortable that's the thing too is I find people will assume that they're going to be uncomfortable or, or they'll they'll cancel plans before they even get to the date of the plans because they feel like they're like they don't feel like it in that moment like that's the thing is if I have a rough morning at work and I have plans Friday evening. By Friday afternoon, I'm tired. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I don't feel like doing it. But at the end of the day, when I walk into my door at home, I always get this feeling of relief. Like, okay, like work day's over, I'm home. Mm-hmm. And in any situation where I've been feeling like canceling plans, as soon as I get home, I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. Let's go. Mm-hmm. You know, like don't get ahead of yourself. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, it's 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 hard. Like, sometimes canceling plans really is the best thing for you at that time. But, like, I guess if it's, like, a pattern of where you're, like, always doing that and, like, it's, like, your default to, like, not go out and not see people and not, like, whatever, like, that is – I don't know. It's all about balance, right? Like, it's just all about balance and, like, finding the right balance for you and, like, what makes you feel happy. Yeah. Because sometimes, like, for me, for example – when I'm around too many people all the time, it just makes me feel really tired. And like, yeah. I really, I like really need that like time to just be kind of home with like with my animals and like just kind of be quiet and not have like the pressure of like being on for people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause I find it takes a lot out of me, just like how I am as a person, like just being like around a lot of people all the time. So like usually by Friday evening after like being on at work for the whole week, I'm like, so tired <laughs> um that yeah but if i have like at least like some point in the weekend where i could just be quiet like today's like my quiet day so i'm just gonna like be home and like cook some food and be comfy i'll be fine yeah. for tomorrow but yeah i don't know it's just like about balance and like learning like what makes you happy and what makes you um feel energized and like just kind of incorporating that into your life but like also not being afraid to like step out of that every now and then because it's good to mix it up um yeah it's good to mix it up it's good to try new things um and I yeah I think it just makes you like I think the more things that you like experience in life too it just like contributes to be to you being like um like a more understanding person um and like the more you learn about like other people's cultures and you know the more experiences you have with like different types of people just like you kind of start to like learn more about you know like experiences that are different to your own and then that helps contribute to you being like you know, like a better like ally and friend to like people who are maybe like, um, who are like less advantaged in society, you know, and stuff like that. And I think it just makes you like a better global citizen in general to like be open to, to these new things and to try new things, yeah. get other people's perspectives anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was your episode of Doug. Should I head on to mine? Let's move it on. Yes. All right. On. So mine Kind of has, <laughs> they kind of both had to do with like fashion in a way. <laughs> Maybe. This is called Als König der Mode. What? Oh, <laughs> is that the German title? 
Yeah, because <laughs> again, God, it's hard to find. It's found. really hard to find these episodes, guys. Like, I feel bad, but anyway. <laughs> um, okay, yeah, no, mine is called Doug on Vogue. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's pretty funny. Um, so basically, the episode starts and like all the kids are like hanging around, and Doug is like, oh, like um, a few of the girls are looking at a fashion magazine. Like one of them, like I think her name is Baby, the one with the little like spiky pony maybe anyway i'm pretty sure she's like friends with patty anyways she's they're like reading like a fashion magazine and he's like oh he's kind of like thinking about how some people like care a lot about fashion and he's just sort of like not into that and like yeah he's like oh i wonder what it would be like to like be like a style icon he's kind of just like having these little like reflections but anyways so um earlier in the episode kind of everyone is like oh my god Teen Heart Street is on. <laughs> so, like, Teen Heart Street is basically just, like, kind of, like, a parody of all those, like, 90s, like, teen dramas. Well, they're still going on today, like, with, like, Riverdale and stuff like that. But this is, like, pretty much a direct reference to Beverly Hills 90210. Um, and, like, the character. So, basically, there's, like, this character on the show. Oh, what's his name? It's, like, Dylan something. Well, like literally such a direct reference to Luke Perry's character on 90210. His name was Dylan mm-hmm. McKay. Oh, RIP. Okay. Can we just say it? Like that made me really sad to find out that he passed away. Oh, yeah. Honestly. What happened? He had a stroke. Right. Yeah. Oh. He was like not even, or he was in his 40s or 50s. He, was like, he wasn't I old. I think he was 52. Yeah. He wasn't old. And... I don't know. Obviously, I don't know Luke Perry, but from what I've heard from all the stories, apparently he was just like a really, really good person. Anyway, I don't know. Just really sad. And I really liked him on that show. He was the best character. All the other dudes weren't like, they weren't shit, okay? Dylan McKay forever. (laughs) But no, he was the best. But anyways, yeah. So basically, and this character like on Doug looks like him, like how he did on the show. He's got the same like kind of like flippy, like, new El- new take on like the elvis like pompadour like rebel without a cause whatever yeah um and like the actor's like name is dylan so people are like oh my god like dylan like i don't know what his last name is on the the show i don't remember but anyways they're all freaking out and then doug is um sitting and he's watching the show in his living room and then his sister judy comes in and she's like an edgy teen so she's just like oh my god you're not watching this trash are you like it's so (laughs) lame and completely devoid of taste and like as she says that the character like played by dylan comes on screen and he's wearing the exact same outfit as doug like so doug's outfit that he wears in like every episode is some khaki shorts, some red sneakers, a white t-shirt, and like a green sweater vest on top. (laughs) So um, basically, yeah, um, he's wearing the same thing. And so like as she says this, she's like, see, I rest my case, like no taste. It's like as like a dig at Doug. (laughs) Um, So anyway, yeah, so Doug is like, oh my gosh, wow. Um, so he's kind of excited to like go to school tomorrow and be like, oh my God, did you guys see Dylan was wearing the same outfit as me? But the thing is, when he gets to school, everybody somehow has already acquired <laughs> the same outfit, I guess. Um, and they're all wearing it. 
And they're like, oh, you're rocking the Dylan too? And he's like, no, like, this is what I always wear. And everyone's like, yeah, right, Doug. So like, everyone seems to forget that like, truly, this is what Doug always wears. And they're like, yeah, right. You're just a copycat. And he's like, really upset by this. He's like, no, like, I'm not, I'm not a copycat. Like, this was my look. And people are like, yeah, okay. Um, And so he's like, no, look, I'll prove it. So he invites everybody over to like his bedroom after school because he (laughs) wants he's like see i'm gonna prove it i'm gonna prove that this is my look and he just like opens his closet and it's like literally like six six hangers with like all the same outfit like back to back and everyone's like um yeah okay that proves nothing all that proves is that you're just like way too obsessed with dylan and like you're taking this look thing a little too far (laughs) and he's just like super frustrated he's like no like i'm original like it was my look (laughs) oh my god anyway so he's kind of just like um he kind of like has this like this like dream i guess at some point where like another one of his nightmares yeah he appears on like fashion flash and um basically they're like oh the dylan like no 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 like let's like speak to the the originator of this look and then they speak to like doug and he's like all like oh my god yeah i don't know anyways he's just like he he's kind of like freaked out by like the the prospect of everyone like dressing like him and like him not having his own like style and everything um so he uh he decides to go to the mall and he asks the sales guy to like help him find a new look basically and then there's like a makeover montage (laughs) of doug trying on all these different looks and they're just like they're all like super thematic right so like obviously none of the looks really like suit him very well like what was one like one is like disco <laughs> oh my god the sales guy is like very cringe like at one point he puts him in this like look and he's like this is the rap look yo 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 my brother like <laughs> like not that exactly but he says something so cringy like yo yo homie like you look so cool like so dope the rap look and like doug is like um i don't know <laughs> So they put him in all these looks, like disco look, like hippie look, like whatever. And he's just like, no, I don't know. I'm not feeling all these looks. And then so finally this like other sales guy comes up and is like, hey, um, here, I can help you. Like, let's take a style quiz. And like, so he asks him a bunch of like random, random questions. And Doug is like, wait, what? Like, he's so confused. And then the guy's like, okay, yeah. So here, um, I've discovered like the best look for you. And he's like, it's the Dylan. And he pulls out like Doug's outfit and Doug's like, no. <laughs> so he kind of freaks out and just like grabs all the other outfits that the sales guy tried to put him in and just is like I'll take everything like that's fine that's that's it let's just go so he just like grabs all these outfits and like runs but wait I- that there's like three salespeople at this point and oh, yeah. one of them has like a super bad Indian accent he's like hello sir would you like to buy this oh and yeah that? I forgot about and like the, it was yeah what was the other one the other guy had an accent too I think um Anyways, was it like British? I want to say I don't know. Anyways, yeah. Oh, so like all these like sales, all these salespeople are like trying to like put him in a bunch of different looks. So it's just like a big mess. And so Doug just like takes everything. I'm like, how does he have so much cash? Anyways, whatever. Yeah, I that's guess, like a two hundred and fifty dollars shopping spree. I mean, at, American at Eagle. least by '90s standards. Anyways, Jeez. so he um, takes all these clothes and he's like, "Okay, hey, whatever. I'm just gonna put them together in a combination so ridiculous that like no one can say I copied." So he's just like standing outside and he's like playing soccer, or whatever, in the field, and he's looking like really over the top. He's got like a tie dye T shirt on, a toque, um, like bell bottom jeans. Like he's got all just like 
the craziest combination of all the different looks that like people tried to put him in. And yeah. then Judy comes up and is like, mm, why are you dressed like that? And he's like, because like, I want to be original, like blah, blah. And she's like, shows him a, the, like a spread in the fashion magazine. And someone is wearing like the exact look. And <laughs> he's like, no. So he's just like freaks out basically. And then Judy's just kind of dropping some wisdom. She's just like, okay, dude, like, why are you freaking out so bad? Like, why do you care that people think you like copied Dylan? Like, why do you care if like people think you're original or not? Like no one's original basically. She's just saying like, if nobody ever copied anybody, we'd all just like be sitting around like in caves, like naked still. Right. Grunting at each other. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then she's like, oh, my God, that's a brilliant idea for my next performance piece. And then she just, like, runs off. <laughs> but I mean. Also, though, like, when she shows Doug the magazine mm. of what he looks like, the look <clears throat> is called the schizo, which oh. is making fun of mental illness and is technically, well, technically, yeah, it's true. not really cool anymore. Well, it's not. It's never been cool but it's not acceptable no. <laughs> anymore um yeah oh yeah true i forgot that i don't know why yeah, I, thought I was, was like e yeah uh e. anyway um yeah mental illness but make it fashion that's like basically what basically, it was yeah. i was like oh okay um yeah i forgot about that thank you for reminding me um yeah so judy runs off and then like doug is like huh yeah that's right. I mean, why he's like I he, like I felt good in my old look and like I shouldn't let other people's opinions like force me to like be uncomfortable with myself, you know? And exactly. and it's true what she's saying. Like I mean, everyone everything like like fashion is like so cyclical. Mm-hmm. Um that like, you know, I mean, like, for example, like, people, like, it always comes back around, you know, like, there's always, like, the 80s revival, the 70s revival, the 60s revival, like, and and those in themselves were, like, inspired by decades before and, like, our reactions to, like, like, it's all, like, inspiration and reaction to, like, what's come before, mm-hmm. that makes sense? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, so it's impossible to be, like, truly original. And then, like, especially in our, like, global... um <clears throat> society i guess with like social media sorry my voice is kind of like jesus sorry um especially with like social media now we're like seeing influences from like all around the globe which like can sometimes border on like cultural appropriation well can often like when done incorrectly and disrespectfully but you know when done in like a nice like respectful way it turns into like appreciation which is cool but unfortunately much less common um but anyways, wow, I'm going off on like a deep tangent right now. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, just goes to show like, you know, why Doug shouldn't have to like make himself dress in a way that he doesn't feel is like authentic to who he is as a person just because like people at school like perceive it in a certain way. You know what I mean? Or like people are not like wanting to like give him credit for having his own look. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah. Um, I also wait. I wrote in my note here. I wrote in my notes here. Like, is Doug the originator of Normcore? <laughs> <laughs> Which, like, to be honest, I feel that he might be. Yeah. Like, look, I'm not gonna lie. Like, cargo shorts are really trending right now. Okay, what the fuck? Because I ha- I had only cargo shorts and cargo pants, and they were like not well, cool. So I got rid of them all and purchase some new ones. Cool. <laughs> Well, it's cool because now we're getting an old navy in our town okay. and they got lots of cargo shorts. Stock up. <laughs> I am excited. You're going to have pockets for days. 
pop, pop, pop pockets for days, baby. But That's yeah. the thing is like I got so much shit to carry. I got my sunglasses, got my keys, got my wallet. Just get a purse. <laughs> I do have a fanny pack in the backseat of my car. Oh, well, see, that's trending too. I'm telling you, you, just like wear it like across your chest, not across your waist. The thing is like that's the cool you, live look. In a, you live in a fashion capital of Canada, even maybe of the world, some might say. Uh, I live in a place where camo reigns supreme. Oh my gosh. So if I tried to wear a fanny pack, I would get attacked Jay, by an angry mom. Um, just <laughs> learn from this episode and don't let people Be you dictate do what you your style do. choices. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, so basically, <laughs> the end of this episode is basically that Doug goes back to school and he is like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to wear my Dylan look because it's my look and it's what I like and I don't care what anyone else is going to say about it. So he shows up and he's in his look and he's like, guys, I have to make an announcement. And he basically just says what I just said. And then everyone's like, um, Doug, what are you talking about? You're wearing last week's look. This is the new look. And I think um, I, I don't remember like 100 percent, but I think that the new look is Skeeter's look, like his usual look of like his kind of like orange and yellow. No, it was it was what somebody was wearing on the next episode. Yeah, of, yeah, yeah. But I think that that, oh, I was think that, that look, look was Skeeter's look, if I'm oh, maybe. not mistaken. It's sort of like an orange yeah. and yellow like sweatsuit kind of situation wait let me see oh yeah because in the following episode skeeter was wearing the same thing and i thought that's weird they're wearing the same fat oh, yeah, thing yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's from no. a different episode but exactly. it's actually okay, so skeeter's clothes yeah 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 anyway so that's it so yeah so it basically is just like you know what everything's a trend everything goes in cycles don't let the haters get you down and wear what you want to wear yeah <laughs> that's the moral of the story and nobody really cares. That's the thing. Yeah. Nobody. Yeah. Nobody really cares. No, I know. High schoolers think it matters, but really they don't know what matters. Yeah. Well, I so, feel like this uh, is like a theme in a lot of the ep- in a lot <laughs> of the shows that we cover of like just how when you're like a kid and like everything just matters so like, much to you, but really at the end of the day, it's like it's just it's fucking it's yeah, close. They're, like, they're trying to highlight you know mm-hmm. something that you think is a big deal, mm. and then they just trivialize it by the end of the episode. Yeah. No, yeah. exactly. And you realize, like, there are bigger things in life to, like, be worried about or, exactly. you know. But Now, like, a show like Hey Arnold, for example. Oh, God. Like, the, some of the origin episodes on that one where they dig into s- some of the people's backstories oh, and stuff. So you're sad. like, oh, my God, it's dark. Yeah, like the one. His of, family um, died. Well, we don't know. Yeah, I mean, what happened to Arnold's parents? Do we ever find out? Yeah, I don't know. He just lives with grandparents or yeah. grandpa. No, his, gra- yeah, his grandma, yeah. too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, 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 right. But yeah. Anyways, getting off track. But this was, yeah, no, I like Doug. I think it's like, it's sweet. And yeah, I mean, aside from the few little like problematic things, but which again, I think are not like malicious. I think it's just sort of like a sign of the times that like didn't age well. Um, yeah. I think this still holds up uh, in general. Mm-hmm. Um, like at its core, you know, it's just a show about like, a guy who, like a, a young kid who's just trying to like find his place in the world and be like as good a person as he can along the way. Yeah, hmm. I think. Uh, I really I like the cute. intro of the show. Oh yeah, it's cute with like it's the like, line and like. Yeah, I just it reminds me too of like sticking around. You remember how oh, simple the drawings oh, were in that? Oh my god, we have to do that show. Yeah. Oh my god. Of course, that goes without saying. But like, it's cool because it shows the power of uh, like animation kind of thing. So like the Doug intro, it's like the one little line Mm -hmm. that turns into a hole that swallows the bullies, that turns into a balloon that floats. Yeah, it was cool little, uh, 
cool little intro. Oh my god, can we do second around next week? Or whenever? Yeah. Aren't we doing, uh, whatchamacallit, the girl version of Doug? Oh, Pepper Ann. I don't know if it's a good girl Pepper version Ann. of Doug, but... Pepper Ann, Pepper Ann, you're too cool for seventh grade. It's just that we said we were going to do Pepper Ann and Doug around the same time, so okay, I'm like, oh, okay, she's okay. the good... <laughs> The no, okay, version. we could do Pepper Ann, and then we'll do Sticking Around. Oh, my God. Real mature Bradley. Ugh. Sticking around. Yeah, oh, my God. Okay, let's do We're it. We're doing it. Okay, right. my animals are waking up, so I think maybe time that's to go. time to wrap <laughs> yeah, it up. She's like, getting restless, too. Yeah. Dolly's, like, trying to get under my blanket situation, so... Okay, well, a bit of a shorter one this week, but Doug is cute, so like, if you want to watch it, it's hard to find episodes, but if you are motivated, then I'd recommend doing so. Yeah, just find them. Yeah, and um, yeah, so okay, we'll do Pepper Ann for our next episode, whenever that will will be, and... Mm -hmm. In the meantime, if you have any questions, comments, feedback, recommendations, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, you can write to us on Twitter or Instagram at Toontime underscore pod, or you can email us at ToontimePod at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Yep, that's it. Let's wrap Check it out up. the guide. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Megan. TBC. <laughs> okay. All right, guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you.